Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey y'all. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! <laughs> Yizzo! Don't be, people, people thrive off of consistency, so... Let me fucking people heads up. They'll never listen <laughs> so, to us again. We should have a shirt that says Yizzo. What you think? It's too corny. Oh. Doesn't really translate. I don't know. I feel like it does. I feel like Yizzo is a universal thing. Maybe if it's in cool, sc- cool script. Put so- anything in script. I'm buying it. Make If that typography is on point, I'm buying it. Meanwhile, you was the first person that was on some... We can't just have a bunch of words on shirts because that's corny. But Everybody's it is. doing it that. It is. But in making some so dope I, topography, I'm here for it. I am. But this black shirt, white writing, I mean, it seems to be fueling the black business economy. All right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you today. <laughs> you won one. You won uh, 12. It feels like the backbone of black businesses <laughs> are, is the black Listen, t-shirt if, and a white right. If mess in a jar 
If Michelle Obama is posting about messing a jar, her shit fly. I she love says every her shirt she put out. Good. Her shit say stuff. Good, great stuff. I know, and it's just black shirt, white writing. Sometimes don't fix it if it ain't broke. Your old raggedy ass. Come on. What's going on with you, girl? How you doing? <laughs> Which updates or whatever. I my I've just been on a very I've been on a month week vacation. This is what it feels like. We went away. I have a lot of alone time. And I've been eating out every day. I it's been quite a a, a stream, a long stream of consciousness. And shame, gluttony, <laughs> sloth, laziness, shame, shame. It's James. fucking my head up a little bit. I'm like, wow, is this is this is this how what Al Gore does all day? Like, is this why Al Gore? Why? Explain it to me. <laughs> Explain it to me right the fuck now. Why you would? Why would you know. cite him? Like, is this is this what fucking Brad Pitt does? Like, you just got time, and I'm in nowhere at their p- place at all, but. I feel that way. I feel like I went to Applebee's today, girl. <laughs> you went to wait, I went wait. to Applebee's today, and I I tried that check technique with the chicken wings that you did. Wait, you went to Applebee's? Me and she, Who did you go we to Applebee's? We're living our best hood rat lives together, doing ah, hood rat shit. Why wouldn't you at least go to Bonchon? You went to Applebee's. No, we went to the mall because I went to the mall today looking for outfits for a little raggedy. It's not raggedy. It's going to be very big. Wow. I feel a lot of pressure wow. to not be raggedy. No, all you got to do is just find a nice, bright dress. This is not hard. This not, you know how you when you're looking for fits a thing, anything. though, it's hard to find? You, I bet you if you go take the computer, go to your closet right no, now. And I you know you got an outfit no pants here. on and that my room is disheveled. And that I'm actually living a life of poverty and contrary to <laughs> my Applebee. Shame. Shame. Excursions. We went to Applebee's, I baby. Know you, I got well, a salad of chicken fingers. He got a, a steak. true hood rat. <laughs> she went to Applebee's. He got, a <laughs> <laughs> he got a steak, mashed potatoes, and broccoli, girl. He was fucking it up. Can I text him, please? <laughs> Would you be mad if I text him and say, how is your steak from no, Applebee? don't tell him that. I would ask him so bad. Shame. Like, we and the nigga a had the nerve to be like, medium rare, please. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? Stop. Don't tell us nothing. We on vacation. We rich. Stop. Y'all could have at least went to like we was about Cheesecake to go to Red Factory. Lobster. We were this close well, to going to Red Lobster. I can't Lobster. go there. I don't know if Red's... Lo- I feel like Red Lobster might be better than Applebee's, no? What's the other one? It's good. Not the Cheesecake Factory, the other one. Ruby- Cheesecake Factory is top-tier luxury. That's where we should No, be. I know. This uh, this another place that's like... Ruby Tuesdays? Owned by the Cheesecake... No, it's owned by the Cheesecake Factory. Let me ask Amanda. She be knowing. Hibachi's. No, no. I don't really... I think Hibachi's overrated. I've never been. Cheese... Anyway, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, girl, I tried the chicken wing technique. Didn't work out as well as I thought. I don't have big really? white man hands. You need like big white man hands to really push that meat down. Describe what that technique was for the people. So Antoinette <laughs> showed me a hack for eating flats where you push the meat down and you break the seal of one of the ends of tendons. You push it down so that all the meat is just basically stripped off the bone and you suck it all out in your mouth. 
Mm. <laughs> Pause. I just burped in the damn mic. It was that. <laughs> I will say those chicken wings were delicious. And um, the night before we went out to dinner, I made. Rashid's just being my sugar daddy. That's what it is. Like I can. Oh, he's paying. He's for paying it. for it. I was. Damn. I was thinking about how now you should have got girl. You should have got a rack of ribs if he. Was I should have got a rack of ribs with with French fries in. It's Grand Lux. Grand Lux is delicious. I don't even know what that is, girl. Wow, girlfriend, you better cross over to that bridge <laughs> and go over to that other mall. Child That's King of in Prussia New Jersey. Shit. I was a Cherry Hill. Girl. No, this is no, this not King of Prussia. Grand Lux is in New Jersey, and me and Amanda be going there sometimes, and they had these cheesesteak spring rolls. Oh, That'll not the cheesesteak spring rolls. My and the plates are gorgeous. The plates come out; they so big and they're they're nice <laughs> and they looking plates. The so they they just tell. make you feel. It just make you feel. I'm gonna tell that nigga to level up. Like, why are you bringing me to Applebee's when we could be going to the Lux? Like the <laughs> but anyway, we went out the night before. Check this out. Wow. I really had a huge epiphany. There are two types of men in this world. And as a woman, you really get to peer into the souls and the spiritual evolution of niggas. I walked into the restaurant, sat down, immediately noticed somebody that you and I went to high school with. Who? I'm not putting his niggas, huh? Text me. Okay, I'll put, I'll text you. I don't even think you know him. You you he was an art major and you, he wasn't paying attention to you because, or you weren't paying attention to him because you were at peak. Um, what peak? I don't got time for this energy. Oh, but anyway, you can't say still sell the story and text couldn't the day. Do it. Cool. But anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We make eye contact and and we like rec- acknowledge each other. Rashid and I sitting down, order drinks, look at the menu. This nigga, I'm like, oh, this nigga's not gonna come over. He's not gonna come over. Right when Rashid got up to go to the bathroom, he light skin bald, real tall, real tall, bald. He was bald immediately, bald immediately. He came about. out the womb bald. I, and I know who you talking about. Right when Rashid went up to go to the bathroom, this part, like they passed, as he, passed each other. He comes over and says hello to me. And I was like, that's, that's the, the corniest shit I've ever seen in my whole entire, entire life. Now, mind you, prior, that's one type of nigga in the world. Pri- are you paying attention? <laughs> Yes, what's wrong? Because you're not paying attention. (laughs) Prior to that, I was walking down the street with Rashid again, and I see June. Oh, you can say his name. I say June's name because his name, he he put some respect on that nigga's name. I'm walking down the street. I see June. I immediately recognized it was June, but June didn't recognize me until we were about three feet from each other. Finally, June. <laughs> finally, June recognizes me, and immediately turns his attention to Rashid, puts Respect. out his hand, and says, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing, man? Shanti, how you doing?" And keeps it moving. I said, "There's two types of men <laughs> in this world, and who are you dating?" 
is what I want to know. Who are you raising nope. and who are you dating? Ne- because neither one right now. Th- that's just the, the corniest shit I've ever experienced in my life. And it was, well, and I, gotta I mean, peek into these niggas souls. Peek, I just looked and I said, I'm not surprised at the other one. I don't know. The, the, the one that I didn't name. Yeah. Not surprised. I wasn't either, but Rashid would, <laughs> Rashid's very funny. He was like, that's just how Philly men are. Like some, there's a defeated, he said Philly men are so defeated and it's a particular type of defeat and Philly men. <laughs> I love him. That I notice <laughs> that like Baltimore and New York niggas just don't. No, a New York man would have definitely been like, yo, how you doing? Yeah. Walked over. Hey, how you doing? But I'm going to buy you all a fucking drink. Like, what's up? Well, now you went too far. Tim, this guy ended up buying us a drink. But you you didn't even look him in the eye. Rashid said when he walked Who, past. Why, why would he buy you a drink? He bought the table a drink. I would do that. You never, what? as a server, you wouldn't buy your friends that you know around He the was table? a server? Yeah. I missed that whole. I thought he was just at the restaurant eating. No, I'm like, he, why works, he worked at. The, and even, even so, some people do that. I don't know. Oh, he worked at Ruby Tuesday. No, this was another restaurant. Now you're really putting his name <laughs> in the dirt. Shout out to all people that work at nope, Ruby Tuesday. No, first of all, we're, you know, we're not shaming people for having a job and working at Ruby Tuesday. What I'm saying is that might be why, because sometimes people have issues. When you're a server and then you see somebody that you know and you have to either serve them or they see you in a position of servitude, it's kind of like... Unless it's somebody that you really fuck with, you got to be like, now I got to go over and take this person's order. Kill me. Sometimes it's like that. Come on. You know that. We both were servers. We know. Last. And imagine if he was at Ruby Tuesday, imagine, even though he wasn't, imagine the type of Negroes that be coming in there. Child. I I don't care where you work. It's about respect. It's about respect. Like you, you got your, you got your tail between your legs for what? Nothing even happened. Like, why are you acting why you being why you being weird to me? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand. That's weird. Shout out to don't call me white girl underscore. Now I'm at your, your mom's house. <laughs> she was like, head on lace front, <laughs> leg up. <laughs> She's I'm so fucking wild. Her. I fucking love her. Why you being weird to she, me? She was like, now I'm outside your mom's house. Crying. You asking me why you crying? Why you why being, being weird? weird? Why you <laughs> being weird to me? She's so fucking <laughs> crazy, yo. If y'all don't know, let me find because her page be getting deleted every fucking day. She's she got to come up with a new person. name. She's so she's just sharp. She, she just she is got a god. She no, she really, she needs to pop. Got the fucking juice. That one that I sent y'all when she was like, she's nuts. The one that I sent y'all where you, did you watch that where she has like the alien filter yeah, on? Yeah, she's crazy. In full. She's so funny. Her name is, now her name is Don't Call Me White Girl 215. I gotta follow her and just, and I could, well, I, I have to put my phone down because I'll spend hours looking at her lives, just eating it up, cracking <laughs> up, cracking up, belly bent over and the way she gets on these lives she don't be giving a fuck watch when she start eating i can't wait for her to just be eating and the she asmr just, uh, she's just gonna be no i don't mean eating like that i mean like making money oh you mean like blow it up yeah, yeah she's she's she anyway catch her come on get slipping. through your uh, updates we're already an That's hour into it. this episode let me hear your you corny have ass one, updates Sheila. no now i don't want to share it go ahead girl what you doing with yourself you need to share it because i'm interested are you 
Are we fighting? Can you just I share don't the fucking want update? To. I don't feel the, the <laughs> You're getting on my nerves <laughs> today. Come on. <laughs> I'm reading it. I was saying <laughs> before I was rudely interrupted, which it was, I was watching. I'm finished Breaking Bad. I've watched Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, and The Wire. Some of the best. You finished The Wire? Yeah. Some of the best television on tv and i don't know i i miss that. them i miss the characters i miss the story which lines. characters do you miss the most of uh, right now i really miss miss walter white from breaking bad i really you never you never watched oh, breaking watch bad it. i watched the first like four episodes and was like not my style oh it's it's just brilliant, brilliant. Uh, maybe i just gotta stick with it brilliant but I miss him as problematic and fucked up as he was. I miss him. Can you rank them? The Wire, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Wow, you put Breaking Bad over Game of yeah, Thrones. You really because, hated Khaleesi that much. I think because <laughs> it may have been different had I watched Game of Thrones in real time and I had that, that popular culture aspect that I that I just don't yeah. I didn't have that made it if better. You would have been in the cult. That made the writing You would have been in the cult, was, yeah. But. No, I was, I was, right. uh, but I, if anybody has any recommendations knowing what my genre is now, um, what's the next thing I should watch? That would be, I really want you to get into the Avengers, all of them and just watch no. all of those movies. Mm. No. All right. Well, good talk. Um, my updates, chow. I went to the Jennifer Hudson I think it's called Respect, child. I don't remember. The Aretha, her Aretha Franklin movie. And I was really pleasantly surprised. Oh, I went in there and man. thought Jennifer is about to be hollering and screaming at the top of her goddamn lungs. And I don't want to hear it. Jennifer really studied or the way Aretha sings in this movie and really did a great job singing. Uh, the acting, you know. Um... It was some, she, it was hit or miss when she spoke. Sometimes I can't not make fun of her because some of her line readings are just like, why are you saying it like that? Nobody talks like that. It's just like very strange. But there were a couple moments where she, when she wasn't talking and she just had to act that she was excellent. And this movie really goes into Aretha's um, demons. Child. Her demons. I said, Ooh. Oh yeah. Aretha was fucked up. Um, and they, they go into it. Now this is the movie cause Cynthia Arivo, she did a version that the family did not sign off on. What was that version about? That's on Hulu. I see it. It's a series, but I need to watch it apparently cause everybody's talking about it and I love her voice. Um, but apparently that one exposes her father a lot more because her father was kind of very problematic um and the family was tight about Aaron some of the dirty laundry what was his problem? they there I, I don't want to I didn't see it but people were saying that um he definitely had his own abusive nature to him he definitely um well I won't say definitely but he there seems to be some alleged he, he definitely was a cheater uh but there's like allegedly he cheated with like a a very a minor like a young girl. He was a pastor, big time pastor at like the biggest church in oh, Detroit, what? very famous. So it, it was just a lot of um, hypocrisy there. Um, 
He did the best he could do. He was played by Forrest Whitaker. It was star-studded, honey. Um, Mary J. Blige was in it. I'm not sure why, but we love Mary, so we let her do what she does. Um, but it was it was good. And Marlon Wayne's is that his name? Who's the baby Wayne's? The young one. Is it Marlon? I don't know, girl. That's a shame. But he was playing a serious, straight role. Um, straight acting role. And it, he was he was good. He was good. It was hard to take him seriously, though, because he's supposed to be, like, super sexy and this, like, you know, guy that kind of gets all the ladies. And I was like, what? Uh, but it was really good. I went with um, my homegirl, Mandy. And uh, I was happy that I saw it because I probably would have never seen that movie. But shout out to Jennifer Hudson. She's just wildly talented and doing her thing, getting better every day. Because there, there were really some scenes that I was like, okay, you, you're really acting. Ahead, so shout out to her. Shout out to her. Um, I'm really been indulging a lot. Indulging. I'm, I got my nails done again. Yes. I got lashes done. Girl. Which is like, we don't even do this. I don't know who I think I am I these days. But I'm just being, I'm just like, why can't I get my lashes done? And they're not even that deep. They're not even like, I actually got them redone because they were too long on the out, on the, on the ends. But I just feel good about it. Yes. And I'm not spending, I'm finding the cheap way to do it. I'm finding good people who nobody really knows about. <laughs> so I can get cheaper prices. And then tomorrow I'm seeing my girl, Makara. Hair by Makara. Oh, girl, you're going to have nails done, eyes done, everything did. Bitch. And hair. And hair. Ooh. We're getting braids because I can't. This hair is starting to fall out. I'm not exactly sure why. Oh. I think I've just been doing it too much. So, and I'm I'm sick of putting it up in this bun. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, get it braided up, put it up, and leave it alone for a little while because I really do want to continue to grow it. But I love Makara. She fit me in. She is in the Bronx. She is. I think she might be like 30, 31. Owns her own studio. Doing her thing. Like, owns a whole hair salon at this young age. I just... Go ahead, I love girl. this girl. I really do. And, yeah, she, she's a shit. So, hair by Makara underscore. How you getting it done? I'm running the old John back that I had. The Afro-punk when one? It, Yeah. When I had the two braids crossing and the couple of braids falling here. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm so sorry. Bless you. Uh, something else that's really been on my mind and we haven't talked about it. I have been having dreams about Jadakiss. <laughs> like, like last night I dreamt that Jadakiss was like coming home from a show. I was in the bed waiting for him. And we it wasn't even sexual. Like I was hearing how he was talking to me and his like Yonkers accent that we were cuddling. He was like kissing me on my cheek. I don't know what is wow. going on with me. But I have been watching nonstop Jadakiss interviews. I just love, I, and I've, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've liked Jadakiss, but I, he always looked like a little turtle. He still, he does. still does. But he's, that vegan life got him looking a little different. He looked healthier. Changed his face up. Oh, he's vegan. He just looks well. Yeah. I love it. He keeps talking about, you know, I, I'm a reformed man. I'm on my fruits and veggies. So shout well, out to you know, I know some vegans that be eating cheesesteak uh, rolls, though, on the love. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, 
or just potato skins. <laughs> shout out to shout out to us on that fucking trip. Them those damn potato wedges was good though. Um, but Jada's kiss. He, he could, could get it. He, could he really could get it. Now that's a what he, wa- he done it. seen some things. He done done some Jada things. Jada Kiss is fucking. He done. Jada Kiss is he might not last long, but I feel like his pH is corrected now. Right. I feel He's like Jada how to Kiss handle his breath. Yup. I feel like he knows how to talk to you. A nigga can rap, so he got breath control. Listen. So that breath he's is talking, connected he to ta- the Kundalingus. He's he's saying shit. He like He's talking that shit. Says she was a model for a year and a half. And when she took her pins out, then the hair dropped down to a cap. I'm like, ooh. That's unrealistic. But (laughs) why are you like this? (laughs) Um, And then I'm an influencer now. You Girl, you've been influencing. Stop playing. I'm an anti-influencer, though. I kind of feel like I sold out. But I actually really do like this product. And they're not paying me to plug it here, so I won't plug it. ad. In her caption, I, said, I had Whoa. to. It's legal. You have to do it for legality. <laughs> I was wow. like, this is so corny. It messes up the flow. And it's the lowest engagement that I've gotten on a post <laughs> in like months. So thank you, everyone, for supporting me and my money and my dreams. <laughs> go like it. It'll say Go like it and go write some shit under it, please. Um, but yeah, I'm trying, child. I'm trying to get a, a coin. And I booked a voiceover gig. About voting if, and voting suppression. If you are a small business that is seeking to bring attention to what you're doing, then you have to hit up the porcelain princess. Child, or not? Send her some coins. Nobody engages with my so nobody engages with my uh, sponsored content. They just like, oh, worry, she sold out. It's okay. Well, anyway, get used to it, everybody. I know. You about to see me smiling with Colgate and shit. They didn't pay for that either. Next. Um, I didn't do my homework. Oh, no. Did you watch the rumors video? I only saw clips. Yes. We watched it in full. Mm-hmm. What did you think? With Cardi B and Lizzo? Um, I love Lizzo. Listen, I love Lizzo. I love Cardi B. Do I love their the art that they create? I don't. I don't always love Cardi. I've never really loved Cardi's songs. I watch. You don't like money. I mean, no, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of her. Like why? I'm not. I'm not banging no songs. I'm not playing them. You don't like back it up. I like them, but they're just because they're on the radio all the time, and like I don't have a choice but to listen to them. But I'm not like, let me go put on WAP and clean the kitchen. Wow, I do. No, Say something about me. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of her music. I'm just not. Okay. Nor am I a fan of Lizzo's music. I'm not a fan of Lizzo's music. And yeah. I'm especially not a fan of this song, Rumors. I do not like it at all. Of all of it. the songs that she has, it bangs nothing in me. <laughs> Why are you like, not nothing. And the video, because I don't like the song, the video is hard to watch. Putting them together, it feels, it feels, it feels, it feels hard to watch. Now, I've watched. All the videos are starting to look the same, huh? I mean, she put a lot of work into that. And and people are, like, even with, with Normani, like, she put a lot of work into that. I don't think about that video ever, ever. I don't think about that song 
either, except for the but I don't think I think about the song. I don't think about the video. I mean, but it definitely it definitely made a impression on me. Like it definitely made an impression. Whereas Lizzo's didn't at all. I have watched her video. The there is a video. I think she went on live. Whatever that link you have. She there. talks about the criticism, right? Mm-hmm. She talks about the criticism, and I think. What I heard from that video the most is that she's also tired and she's working. Tired, she's working yeah. a lot. And like all of us, we correlate working really, really hard to success or immediate success, like an immediate something. Or a, some sort of appreciation. Or appreciation, which that just ain't, that ain't the way that anything works. And often we end up being disappointed. And I don't think this is the, I think this goes with her career, like, I think a lot of ways in which she's shamed is around fat shaming and her body and her her genre of music. But I don't think the criticism that she faces is any different than Cardi B's. The 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 the, the subject of the criticism and her and targeting are different, but Cardi B receives the same criticism no matter what she does. And she receives the same criticism about her body and her choices. And, you know, I feel like that's inevitable in the ways that that pop, like pop stardom. I don't agree with that. I think that um, Lizzo's, the criticism that Lizzo agrees, that Lizzo receives rather is just by her way of being. It's not, excuse me, it's not her way of being. It's just by her being is by her being, quote-unquote, fat. Whereas, like, Cardi is actively, like, being this personality of, like, I'm putting this in your face. I'm going to, like, it's Cardi's way of being, where Lizzo can just walk into a room and people have an opinion about her. And Cardi is not the same? I don't think it's the same thing. I think Cardi can walk into a room and somebody could think she's bad as shit, like, or somebody can think, you know, I, I just think, it, I think it is a little different. Like, I think that when you have somebody that's telling you your body is not, and I, and it could be because I just get what Lizzo's talking about. Like, your body is not okay. And like, it's your body. It's not your nails that you can take off. It's not your hair that you can change. It's not your personality that you can shut the fuck up. It is actually the being that you are in. It's like the actual vessel. You're not okay. You are gross. You are this. You're disgusting. Whereas like, if somebody said, I don't like your lashes, I don't like your makeup, I don't like your outfit. Okay, that's all. That's not me. You see what I'm saying? Kind of, but I think Cardi receives the same kind of... I mean, there's commentary on her body, which she has changed. But I also changed, think they're different her, people. Her way of being is constant. The way she talks, the way she, the way she shows up in the world is constantly being picked at. But I, my, my thing is not the quality of what somebody's saying. I think that Cardi, in her, even in her success, and how she repeatedly, regardless of what people say, she repeatedly makes the top charts, makes all of this money. Like she's, she, 
her her artwork is less criticized than Lizzo's artwork. But still there's the the criticism is there. Like people you go on her feed and every single thing, somebody has something bad to say about her. And Cardi often breaks down and is like, like, you people are fucking weird. What's wrong with like what's going on? And I don't I guess it is different or the voicing about it is different in that, you know, it's connected to her body and something that is is um disgusting just is is not uh an example of what quote unquote beauty but the beauty standard right. is because i looked into what people are saying on the comments and it was they were ripping lizzo apart but like nobody said anything about cardi's body well i didn't see that so it, I don't know. And it's not about Cardi. Lizzo's talking about how she feels. So we don't need, I don't think that we need to validate it by, well, this is, they do it to Cardi too. Like it ain't about her. Lizzo's talking about how she feels in this moment and what is hurting her and what's always hurt her, I think. Um, and Cardi talks about, <laughs> Cardi gets upset too when, when she's had enough. I just think that we forget that people are human and like we just, and I'm guilty of it. Just say off the wall shit. That's like, did did you forget that like that they might read this, they might see it. Um, I don't know. I feel really badly for her. I think I think she needs a break. Um, yeah, it sounds like she needs rest. It sounds like that she's. I think she needs rest, but I think she needs more than that. I think that she needs to feel loved. Um. And I don't think that she does because she often talks. She often, when she gets sad, will write a post like it's so hard to, um, you know, that people don't love you back the way that you, you know, you love them. And that could be from her fans. That could be from her fan base. That could be from her family. That could be from a partner, friends, whatever. But there is a an ache in Lizzo. And I think that part of the in your face, this is who I am, is to actively try to combat that ache. But it doesn't mean she don't feel the ache, mm-hmm. even when she's trying to combat For it. Sure. For sure. So Shout out to her. You know. I think on th- uh, yeah. it, it was also extra hard because people didn't... When I saw the comments, people just did not like the song. Everybody was like... People did... There's a lot of people that did like the song. Well, I saw well, I, I went saw on Twitter when it came yeah. out. And a lot of people were saying, this is fire. They understood the assignment, yada, yada, yada. So who knows? But like, I, and she said, you can comment on my, yeah, comment if you on the, like song. the song. You mm-hmm. can say you don't like that, fine. But like to, to come at the way she looks constantly. It's like, if you don't know what Lizzo looks like right yet, then, right. and you're not done processing that, then just shut the fuck up. Like, this is not new. Lizzo. So. Yeah, she was talking about how she doesn't have any friends and she can't see her family. Yeah, if you're facing all that shit by yourself on top of it, like exactly. it, feels, it feels almost she needs impossible. community and support, and work, work and care. Yeah, shout out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she, she's new to this too. This like came at her so fast. I feel like this type of level of stardom was like whoop. So. I think once it hits, it hits. But she was saying that she's been working at it for years and years and years. I'm talking about the, the the stardom that she reached, not yeah, her, the fame her work, her working towards yeah. it. But on a different note, uh, 
I'm curious to know what you think about this and not specific to this situation, but more generally, um, I saw people arguing about Dr. Dre and I love Shannon Sharp and he like commented on it. Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp is a, um, sports commentator and a NFL, uh, a former NFL player who's like in the hall of fame. He's a hall of famer. Anyway, um, Dr. Dre's daughter started a GoFundMe um, for $50,000 to find a home for her and her four children. And so I was interested in just more generally, like what, what is the parent's responsibility for the adult child? Um, is, do we think that this is okay? Like, should the, an adult child ever be in this kind of situation if you're somebody who has millions and millions and millions of dollars? Does that automatically mean that the child it has rights to that money? You know, what are the factors? Like, what if the child just kind of made really poor decisions and continues to make poor decisions? And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to keep... Like, you see what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that are shitting on Dr. Dre for this. But I'm just curious to know, like, is it his responsibility? I feel like technically speaking, no, right? When your child's 20, 18, 21 years of age, they are considered adults. And you as a parent are not, you know, um, responsible for carrying their hands through their adult lives. But I think that when it comes to when it comes to Dr. when it comes to having an yeah, I think he should. I I I think that is I think it's pitiful and I think it's mm. a disgrace. I think he's a disgrace that he ha- even is having her out here like this. And apparently mm. he, you know, has never really had a relationship. He's notorious before even this one, this, um, her coming out, but he's notoriously been a deadbeat to his children that are not from mm. the marriage that he just recently dissolved that, you know, he, he had a, I don't know how many, I think he had like four kids prior that he just didn't. They were always fighting tooth and nail for not only his money or some type of like support, but just to have him in their lives, period. Mm. And like a woman with four kids, $50,000, like that's, that's, I, 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 I just, I would never, I don't care. I don't care if I have the money, I, I wouldn't want to see my child or her grand mm. or my grandchildren out here. Um, in that situation, but there, I mean, nobody knows what the intricacies are, but when mm. I hear of the intricacies of Dr. Dre, it's always that he's a complete asshole and does really mm. fucked up shit and is abusive and neglectful of the women and the children in his lives. So mm. I'm not surprised that he's, that she's even in this situation. Um, yeah, I think it's really sad. I think, um, because so, I saw someone commenting and saying that apparently this woman was on live or made some kind of post something where she mentioned that, 
you know, the car that she rents every month in order to get her kids around is almost $2,000 a month because since she needs a car and da, 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 da. And they were like, well, maybe she needs to rent a, uh, a, a, what, a smaller car or maybe they need to. And I was just like, you know, people need to be able to survive. And this world is really hard. And I don't know the intricacies, but on a more general note, I think that as black folks, we have to stop thinking that people are grown at 18. And I just, I don't have kids, so I, I really maybe should shut the fuck up. But I, I feel like in, in a lot of other cultures, I notice kids are not grown at 18. Kids have help until they're 30, 33. Their parents are helping them. Like, I look around every day in Bed-Stuy and I'm like, how the fuck are these white kids affording these apartments? And I, and everybody around me, he's been like their parents, their parents help pay their rent, their parents, this, and it's not to spoil the kids, but it is to help them not go into debt. It is to help them be able to, all right, I'm going to pay for, I'm going to help you here. And so you can own property one day. So you can this, so you can that. And, it, and, and oftentimes I think, one, we're already sometimes because of systemic racism and oppression and capitalism, we are can find ourselves a step behind um, in terms like of finances, right? So you get into a situation where your parents are getting older and they're not able to care for themselves. So you have to give them money at the time when you should really be giving it to your kids. And then you can't because you're like, I got to take care of my parents. And then the cycle continues. Now your kids are older, you're older, and you were taking care of your parents. And then you might not have enough for your own care as you're older. And it just goes on and on and on. So I'm just, I'm offering that because I I look at that and it makes me sad. And it often makes me sad when it's the, when you're 18, you got to get the hell out or you got to, and I'm not saying kids don't need to work. They don't need to this, but and also generational wealth doesn't happen overnight. I'm not talking about him. I'm not talking about spe- again. I'm not talking specifically to him. I'm not talking specifically to him. But I, I even if it's Bill Gates, I know that Bill Gates, I, Jackie Chan, matter of fact, was like, I'm not. I'm giving my kids a million, or maybe it was a, it was like two hundred thousand, something minuscule, and he was giving the rest of his money to charity because he was like, they got to make a way for their damn selves. Like that ain't my job, which I thought was. I had mo- I had different thoughts about it. I saw this what he was saying. I don't know the relationship he has with his kids, but then I saw the other side of like, hmm. If I was that kid, I'd be tight. Like, can you help me? But also, then you have the Paris Hiltons who do absolutely the fuck nothing, and they're just rich. So who who knows? You know, I don't know. It's tricky, and you got to know the child that you're dealing with. But I'm just hoping that we recognize as a community that. When somebody 18, it don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. I hope. Ciao. Ciao. Moving right along, another, uh, in watching, and being obsessed with my Jada Kiss. Um, I like this hot take from Styles P, Styles P. on The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. where they were talking about, he brought up the baby. He was talking about younger artists, and he brought up the baby, and he said, you know, I understand that the baby fucked up. Like, I'm not saying what he what he did. Did you see this mm-hmm. clip? Yeah, what he did. I'm not saying what he did wasn't wrong. But what I'm saying is you can't be about 
mental health and then be about cancel culture. The two don't mesh. It just doesn't work like that. And he went on to talk about like, we need to be about counsel instead of counseling him instead of canceling him because who the fuck, who, who has like took the baby under their wing and said, you know, this is how shit works. You can't say shit like this. And here's why you can't think this way. And here's why he's like, the baby probably went from being on the block selling drugs to having millions of followers and millions of dollars overnight because these kids are making money way faster than we ever did because of endorsements, Instagram and all kinds of shit. And so like, I get that he's wrong, but I also think like you can't just shun him and then not explain to him and help teach him through this. And I agreed with it. I got backlash when I posted it. Really? <laughs> On Runaway Curls. Yeah, people were tight. They was like, fuck out of here. The baby doesn't have a mental health issue. And I was like, I don't think that's what he's saying. What he's saying is that like you can give people mental health issues when you cancel them. Like you can put these people in this box of you're done with forever. And that feels like the opposite of caring for somebody's health. Yeah, I feel like we're constant. I feel like we're, we are a society of double speak because nobody, first of all, did, you know, he's been raised on as well as ushered into this genre of music where sexism, being mm-hmm. homophobic, being violent being reckless and not and being completely unapologetic about it is what that genre of music it is it's what gets you paid it was it gives you it's it's what people love we eat it up we don't blink an eye if he were to say some shit in a rap lyric you know how many rap lyrics how many again how many lyrics do rappers repeat that we repeat out loud out loud that is the most disgusting vile shit about women Mm -hmm. right but when these motherfuckers really like live that life and like you said they have no reference point in their in their worlds of what like this is my life this is how i live and i don't i'm not given the the etiquette of when to perform and politic that those aren't actually my politics. Like I I need to, I need to be raised and this is the culture that I'm raised in and this is how Mm -hmm. I'm making all my money. But then I have to perform that. I I don't really believe in those things. Like I'm just saying fuck women, but I really like it's, it's double speak and we eat it up. And we as a society are, are similarly like, we want this from you, but when you really show us your ass, you're gone. And like, as we want social justice and we want inclusivity, but in order to get that, you're the kick the fuck out. Like, you're done with. Well, which doesn't. I was talking in the name of social justice. We're, we're canceling people in the name of inclu- inclusivity. Right. People are excluded, and that doesn't make sense. Right. I was talking to somebody else, and they said. This is their words, not mine. But they said, you know, there's certain communities that you just can't fuck with right now. And he was like, black women, you can say whatever the fuck you want about them in a rap. You say some crazy shit about gay people or Jews, you're done. 
Girl, don't get us kicked and, out the air with that. And I was like, wow. Right. And I'm not trying. And I, I think it's an interesting conversation. And that's not to say that Jewish folks and gay people do not deserve protection. They absolutely the fuck do. It's just to highlight in music, in certain genres of music, it is acceptable to say certain things. It is acceptable to not say certain. It is unacceptable to say other things. And then it's really unacceptable to just speak some wild shit on stage if it's not behind a dope beat. Well, I, I, there's a consequence to it. There's a there's a we're we're shaming him. And again, we don't even have we just cancel people. We don't even have systems in which folks are educated or redeemed or saying. like collectively held accountable like we don't even have those. It's just like oh poof, you're gone. But I think there's a collective consequence in that we all engage in the double speak and we all like do this weird thing of perform. It's weird. God help us all. It's weird. I mean, so, shout, out, shout out to Styles P you know, for saying that. That was. It was yeah. You know what else is weird? Uh, White people are not washing, and we haven't talked about this, girl. I didn't know how many white people aren't washing because I'll be honest, my mother took a bath every fucking night and still does. My mom, like, that's where I get tub time from. She, like, loves to wash. I didn't know this. You didn't know What's her name? Mila Kunis? Benjamin Franklin was a dirty nigga. He was notoriously dirty. Yeah, but that was back in the day. Shit don't change. White people ain't Ashton Kutcher. Coco, Ice T's wife, she got a black husband. Yeah, she be. He's, she was. Jake Gyllenhaal just added Jake? himself to the list. What did he say? I s- he said, I don't think it's really. I see all the hoopla, but I don't think it's neat. You don't need to do it every day. It's like, yes, you do. What you mean? You be outside and then you just get in your bed. Ew. True. I, it really rocked my core. Oh, I thought this was I a I started known thinking thing. like. White people don't use washcloths. Excuse me? White people don't use washcloths. Like white people just take a bar. Some white people, not all white people. Some white people just take a bar of soap I'm and they rub it against their body. They don't use Sometimes my mom takes her bar of soap, but she has her own bathroom and it's her soap. Still, you can't wash yourself with a bar of soap. Why can't you? I'm confused. You need the washcloth. You need the friction of the washcloth. To pick up the dirt particles and to assist. Well, she puts the soap all over with the bar, no. and then she t- then she follows it up with the washcloth. She got a scrubber. If you too, pooped on yourself, you would just rub some soap and water on your butt, or you no, would I'm get saying washcloth. she puts the soap all over her body, and then she follows up with the scrubber and a cloth. Well, then she uses a washcloth. I'm saying some people okay. just use soap and water. They don't. They don't use any. They don't have any other work. White people, people you know what? Americans are disgusting (laughs) because all other countries have forms of a douche or like a little little water. You shouldn't be douching. You know, like a little a little encourage people to douche squirting thing for your butt. You mean to clean your butt? Okay, ain't nothing wrong with a douche either. A a bidet, not a douche. A bidet. Yeah, a bidet is amazing. You got your period, child. You better get yourself wow. a little spray. I thing. used a bidet for the first time, I think, in Bali. It was like, what a time to be alive. And it was it was warm. Yeah, but water. Americans just wipe their 
dry poop off. In all other cultures, you wet your butt and then you cl- that's how you properly clean poop. You don't if you have poop on your cheek, you wouldn't just wipe it with a toilet paper. You wet the shit <laughs> and wipe it off. <laughs> well, a lot of people use baby wipes. A lot of people use baby wipes. And that's that's a th- that's very good. Well, baby wipes are also ruining the world because you can't flush them and they have flushables, but they be lying. That's just they be lying. That shit gonna clog it. Don't do that, y'all. Huh. Wow. I if there are white people listening, I just want y'all to know that you should definitely wash. And you shouldn't only wash at night. You wanna know why? Because you sweat your toxins out at night. So you can wash at night, that's fine, but you gotta rinse them toxins out in the morning. So you wash at night and then you wake up and take a shower too? Bitch, yes. If I'm yeah, if I'm home, internet, I never see you do that. I know you for 15 years. I never see you take. That a is bath, not true. And you want to know what? Wash in the morning. I take a bath and but let me. I go in that bath. You think that? So when I put my makeup on, you think I put it on my dirty toxin face? You see the thing that I come to your house with? It hangs up. It unravels. I have all my stuff. I will. You sweat and t- at least wash, wash your at face night and then wash in the morning. Well, you got to at least wash your face, yes, For in sure. the morning. If if I have my period, I will wash all I will oh, wash twice. You have twice. to. This is really I will wash twice. I will wash well, many times throughout the day. Because how many? The Quran <laughs> says, okay, <laughs> you don't do shit with your period, you disgusting little girl, you little leaky oh, thing. You God. don't touch a man. You don't touch you just the told Quran. me not to say nothing to get us canceled. And don't you go and into now, no holy spaces <laughs> being a nasty little girl. Periods are gross. Like I I realized that. I was like, I get it. I completely I understand. Sometimes have you ever this we're getting too far down the I'm gonna stop. Never mind. Poops and periods period, are a catastrophe. Poop is gross. Poop is gross. But periods sometimes are really beautiful. I keep saying that I had, like, the color. Oh, yeah. Have you ever sat on the toilet and pee, and then you look, and you're like, oh, my God, and it's this beautiful pink. For sure. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, look at the rose water. And I've also pooped and had my period, but, like, what? When you're, it's the first day. (laughs) It's the The, first day of your period, and pooping is is glorious. a It is a sin. What a release. It's a halal. I get it. I'm like, what? This, okay. <laughs> it is not halal. Halal is bad. It's, I forgot what the, the bad word is for. What is it? Haram. Haram. It's haram. <laughs> I only know that from, shout out to Haji that used to work in the kitchen <laughs> at the old place. So he used to be like, oh, that is haram. <laughs> Everything was haram with me. Every time I came in, he'd be like, haram. <laughs> anyway, we had pop culture, child, but we've been talking for 50 minutes or uh, pop culture politics as usual so i'm gonna run through this i just want to send love and light and prayers to the people of afghanistan these videos are breaking my heart i do not have the answers i know that foreign policy is so tricky we went over there we tried to impose a democracy on folks that some many folks didn't want we were unsuccessful we had american soldiers that died we trained the Taliban to, and funded them to be to, who they are. For the Taliban to just retake this country within like months. And for these people to be clinging to U.S. planes as they leave, begging the troops to stay. 
makes you it wonder is why so they were sad. there. It just makes you wonder. There are so many people who were allies to this country, to the military, who the Taliban, they, they, their videos of them saying, like, I was an interpreter. They're going to kill me and they're going to kill my entire family. And, like, we're just leaving. We're just fucking leaving. And it's so complicated and tricky and i just but it it's a it's a crisis of humanity it's just it breaks my heart like i cried about it watching the footage yesterday cuz it just is too much and then you have the the fucking earthquake in haiti it's like haiti cannot catch a break almost ever it just doesn't i don't this this is when my faith gets rocked because i'm just like i don't understand why this is a thing and why this is happening. And I, these kind of catastrophes is so hard for me to, to, for me to get. And I know we're not supposed to question God or faith or whatever, but like, it's just, it's people, it's human lives. And it's so easy to watch the news and it's so easy to read the article and to not realize it, like, that's somebody's fucking family. That's their friend. That's somebody who who is has a life. Yes. Like, a life. And like, the way, people- like, if something happened to you, how fucked up I would be. That's happening. Yes. A hundred thousand times All over. over the world, too, girl. All over the world. Lebanon is completely, oh, is, a, is, its society is done. Yeah. As as we know it in terms of a modern society with electricity and oil and biz Oh my god, y'all just saw my Oh movie. god. <laughs> oh my god. Shut- <laughs> this is Shut- me seriously when I do Just shit get the ring light, please. Shit. I'm gonna say this. Oh. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> Hold on. Give me 5 seconds. Look at the time so that we <laughs> I'm not cutting this out, y'all. Shanti got a light, a cube light, and that shit will not stay on her computer. Girl, we are seeing everything. Just ah! li- <laughs> come on. It's not moist enough. Hold on. Lick it. Hold on lick a it. All right. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So if folks know ways to support Haiti. Please let us know because I'm seeing that we shouldn't be sending money to the Red Cross, that they're corrupt, which is a whole other thing. It's just, sometimes it's really hard to be in this world because it just, it's like, how do you do it? And it's, it's, and it's hard to feel deeply for folks. It's hard to feel all these feelings and it's hard to feel, I, for me, it's hard to feel feelings of joy and to like go get my fucking hair done and my nails done and celebrate that and then see what's happening in the world. And to be like, the fuck do these nails mean? Nothing. And I just feel like a dipshit. It just, I don't have the right vocabulary for it, but I'm really... I'm really praying. I'm being honest about that. I'm really praying and I'm really meditating on some sort of peace for everyone that is involved. 
So uh, we're going to... Hold on. I have one thing to say. My whole shit fell apart. I just got one thing to say, and I didn't hear anything you said because I got off of Zoom for... I don't know, but it just... Things happened. I'll say this. For Afghanistan, for Haiti for that matter, for Lebanon for that matter, I don't know so much about Lebanon, but for... As much as we want to say it's complicated, it is complicated, but it can be always, it can be taken back to Western American imperialist colonialism in which you go into foreign places, you disrupt their society, you put in policies and governments that fit your interests so that they can be a part of whatever social, political, economic strategies that you need in order for you to be benefited. And you do this by any means necessary as what happened in Afghanistan when in the 70s and the 60s to fight Russia and to have strategy in the Middle East America funded and backed and trained the Taliban for their imperialistic needs, set them up, had them, you know, knew what they were about, knew what their politics were about. That's not, that's not anything new. Knew that those motherfuckers were conservative very, very like ortho, not orthodox, but very conservative and have very rigid social ideas around how things should work in ways that are completely counter what we think is, you know, acceptable. Set up whatever government we needed to, to have, let them do their thing. 2001, for whatever reason, we still... If, if we do digging or if we ask the right questions, there's no clear reason as to why we went back into Afghanistan and started this war on, on I don't, nobody knows. I mean, even generals that were, that were put in place to manage that had no idea why they were there, what they were doing, what the point of it was. And then we just have a war for 20 years, lose lives, kill people, spend a whole bunch of our money, and then we just back out with, with no rhyme or reason. That's, that, again, is this idea of blatant lying. It's, it's, just, it's just lying. It's doublespeak. It's, and it's obvious. And then we say things like, you know, it's a shame. There's nothing we could do anymore. It's complicated. And then we just leave these people to be succumb to the shit that we started. So I just, I think that it is, can be traced back to just American politics. This is what we do. This is how we founded this motherfucker. And if there's a reason that we really need to get back in there that will help our interests, we'll turn around and go, We'll do what we have to do, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it's just weird that we as a nation don't question like, well, what the fuck was that for? Why did that happen? Why? Why, I why are we I think a lot of leaving? people are questioning it. I think a lot of people do question it. 
Um, it's not. It's not it's like a. It's it's more like a humanity. At this point, it's like, oh, poor Afghanistan. That's so sad. It's a humanitarian, you know, disgrace versus we're a disgrace. Look what we did. Why did we Agreed. do that? What the Agreed. fuck did we have to do with that? Yes. Wh- how, wh- yep. Why did we fund that? Why did we fund that? <sighs> it makes me sad. Anyway, shout out to. Shout out to USA. It's just strange, strange world we're in. But um, all right, that that's all I had to say before my lights went out. No, you said it well. You said it well, and yeah, um, yeah. Uh and and other news. We didn't do this last week, but we should shout out some patrons. Yes, some new patrons. Uh that are supporting us and we appreciate your support. We have Deandra M, Cedric B, welcome back, and Tatum A. Um, We also have a voicemail from a listener. Uh, So let us listen on in now. Hey y'all, it's Samrell. Hopefully there's not too much of a delay or anything for me calling from overseas. But anyway, um, a couple of the episodes uh, this summer really resonated, like episode 138. I think it was with Curly Mickey when you all were talking about goals and in certain spaces, smart goals and next steps are important and necessary, but not in every facet of life. However, the world will have you thinking, okay, I got to do, I got to do, instead of going inward and being with self. Learning to be content with yourself, tuning into self and feeding yourself what you actually need, not what someone else or world says, inevitably allows you to curate a space in which you eventually start to see and feel what is essential to and in your life. It'll ebb and flow, of course, as is life. But yeah, it's good shit. A great practice. Now, in a child episode, it took me back to years ago when I was trying to figure out how and who I was as a child. Intuitively, I knew that I could, if I could find that out, I'd be closer to knowing who I am. I even remember my aunt, the one you wrote that card to, Shanti, uh, saying that going back to the past, kind of digging things up, isn't necessary, but innately, I think for the first time ever, I knew that this person that I looked up to as a figure to be respected was wrong and I needed to dig. Um, often our purest spirit and genuine self get beat down and quieted um, over the years by parental expectations or whatever makes their lives easier, you know, societal norms, pressure from peers, and a shit ton of additional factors. One of the greatest epiphanies I've had is that of strength and the meaning surrounding it. It used to be that I thought strength was this brute force and, you know, you continue to press and push through pain and that emotions and feelings meant nothing. I eventually, though, started to see things differently. The aches we have in our bodies and feel must be tended to. Those aches, I believe, have a certain symbiosis to that, um, which our inner children are screaming to the point that those things become overwhelming aches due to dismissive actions against our own selves, betrayals. The kids are seeking us, but we are great at ignoring ourselves for the sake of others, whether it is work and the infamous ships, friendships all the way through partnerships, or simply because it's too hard to dismantle ourselves. I think that our inner children are looking out for us sometimes when we be feeling all grown and have forgotten ourselves and struggle to determine what we truly need. Um, I think they remind us of true strength, which is that of vulnerability, which is tough as well because you literally are choosing to break yourself open in front of someone or someone hoping that they don't get to set you ablaze in the midst of allowing yourself to be exposed. (laughs) 
Um, empathy, compassion, tenderness, grace, and kindness are requisite and very vital components of strength. To know strength, you have to be able to be those things. I feel like you can't be those things, um, you know, compassionate, all that stuff, um, if you don't know it yourself, if you can't treat yourself with those things. It's hard to see it and really live it. It's easier sometimes to provide those notes of grace for others rather than self, which uh, communicates to yourself, again, unworthiness and thus betrayal. Um, all I got to say is listen to the chairman child, okay, and learn to communicate and even reassure the kids. Anyway, there is so much more to say, but... Uh Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, you know, the goal is to not in five voicemails this time and I don't know maybe I'll sit down and email you all the rest of my many many thoughts and musings but I must get to the kitchen and finish cooking anyway love y'all bye yes inner children children tend to them babies child child shout out to Jen Rowe she said that's some real shit she said it's hard to see it and live it. It's easier sometimes to provide those notes of grace for others rather than self, which communicates to yourself, again, unworthiness mm. and betrayal. Mm. Mm. How many times do we cancel ourselves? Mm. Ew. Get All in that the shit we be talking get out about. The, get. Wow. How many times have I canceled myself? How many times have I probably needed to and not? <laughs> <laughs> Just stressed me out. Anyway. Yeah. She wrote that shit down. She prepared. Yeah, a lot of a lot of y'all be writing shit down and sharing your dissertations. You'd be like, <clears throat> <laughs> I have something I love to it. say. Keep them coming. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, for she sharing. just preached, so take a moment, y'all. Play that shit Listen back. To what she just okay. said. I know, run it back. Because I'm sitting here, I read a transcript like, okay. But sometimes the transcript is so funny. Instead of betrayal, it said dusty trail. Oh, no, not dusty Instead trail. of child, it said chow, <laughs> as in chow. Anyway, let's take a break. Thank you, Jamrell. We appreciate you being a real one. We're going to take a break to uh, tend to our capitalist needs. True. 
Shanti, after these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And so we are back on Around the Way Curls, episode 142. So we're going to talk about marriage. Marriage, 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 marriage. We, in less than two weeks, actually, I don't know. I didn't do my math right. But in two weeks, our girl is getting married. First one out of squad to be claimed, to get got, to tie the knot, jump the broom, make it official, make it real, make it legal. She is getting married. And we as a group have been raggedly trying to keep up. I've, I've kept up. I was the first one to get my dress. But it has. <laughs> Why would you not? I hate you. I have been in. I okay, have. Everybody kept up. but Internet has been raggedly. You just don't like how I've kept up. <laughs> Keep up. With, I got my going dress. To fuck you I up just got to get my shit. Kayla yeah. got your dress. You ain't get your dress. She got your dress. My shit was only $30, too. Wow. What a time to be alive for you. <laughs> wow. $30. Mine it was was $30. I tried to look for some $20 shoes. <laughs> for real, for real. I was at Macy's today. Like, Listen, I'm wearing them same ass shoes from fucking... Listen, uh, case in point, raggedy. Raggedy girlfriends. Mm. But, you know, just, just all the, of course, all of the um, adjacency to marriage uh-huh. has mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. 
is, is revealing where some of our expectations are and lay for our weddings. And I'm just curious. I mean, I think, I think we had this conversation before. I think we talked about the construct of marriage before. But I think it's something that we should probably talk about every three to five years because I think it changes all the time. And I don't know what your hopes for marriage, or rather, a wedding. It's Fuck grim. a marriage. Fuck that bullshit. What a wedding are. Um, and having now such... Well, I guess you had your sisters. It was definitely an inside job in that way. But yeah. having had so much experience now from the point of family to now friends, what do you think about this wedding business? Do you think it's attention or intention that matters? Oh, bars. Um, I think the wedding is whatever you want it to be, honey. I said you, nigga. It really... Excuse me? I said Jew. But you... Did you say you or Jew? Which one? We ain't saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> I think that for me, for me, um, a wedding just feels... And it maybe if I, if I had it, right? If I was like balling, maybe I would want a wedding. At this juncture of my life, I'm like, how much does this cost? <laughs> we don't need to do that. I just want to, I want a celebration Okay. if I do it. I don't even know if I'm getting married. I don't, this is all hypothetical. I can't get somebody no, to buy me knows. tea on a date. So right now marriage is not even something I'm really thinking about. But all I know is the way my priorities are set up, I am going to not spend as much money as this shit be costing because I'm, I'm what I, I saw firsthand from my sister how much weddings cost. And her wedding was so much fun. It was beautiful. It really was. Like, if I was a bride, if I was the bride at her wedding, I'd have been like, this is a dope ass wedding. And if I'm. If you were the bride at her wedding? Yeah, like if that was my wedding, right. I'd be like, this is amazing. But I just can't do it. I need instead, let's buy a house. Let's buy some land. Let's invest this money because I don't have the plethora of it. But I really want a celebration. I do want to get dressed up. I want to feel pretty. I might not wear white because white is not my color. But I want to I want to have friends to celebrate me. I want my girls to possibly be up there with me. I want the pictures, not the wedding pictures because they kind of all the same. But you know, I, I, but the way I envisioned it, did you ever see Rachel get Rachel getting married? No, ma'am. Oh, it's like, looks like such a fun wedding. There there's, it, it's oh, like a circus movie? almost. Yeah. And it's, there's like a, it's, it's a buffet people. It's like a potluck. People brought food. Um, the dress is a little bit, it's not traditional wedding attire necessarily, um, people are dancing around, they're chanting, there's kids, a kids area where they're fucking play. like, this is how I envision it. Like I, there's all these kids that we have, hopefully they'll still be little where they want to play and we can have games for them. I want somebody jerking chicken for everybody to eat outside. I do envision it outside or in some kind of outdoor kind of thing. And I just want it to be fun. Mm -hmm. 
I just envision fun and laughter. And when I think of a wedding, I I think more of the feeling instead of what it looks like. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not spending all that money on fucking flowers. I'm just not doing it. Flowers can be like 10 grand. Go to hell. I'm not doing it. And the music has to be fire. That's it. That's that's how I see it. And I and I want to love whoever I'm looking at a whole lot. And I want my parents there. And I just want to enjoy. And we don't have to spend a ton of money. No. Not into it. No. It's interesting. Um What about you though? <laughs> I I don't have imaginations about a wedding even whether it being simple or grandiose if I had to choose it would be similar to what you're saying something like in my mom's backyard and very Mm -hmm. very simple very small very heavy on the celebration less on the like the logistics and like following this template of you know you have the ceremony, you have the um, the rehearsal dinner, you have your bridesmaids and groomsmen and flower girls. And mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if I would, I feel like that template and like hitting all of those points can, can as the skeleton can help dress, can add like the, can help to bring the soul and the energy and like the authenticity to the wedding or it can become like, it can suck all of the authenticity out because you're just so focused on like hitting all of these, hitting Mm -hmm. all of these marks and freaking out about how congruent and like effortless those things should look. And Mm. that, I'm just not interested in that. You, I mean, I think you guys know me well enough. My, my girlfriends to know that like me going to city hall and like having an intimate, not even telling us exchange with my partner (laughs) is highly likely. And then having a ceremony afterwards. And I, I feel that I would want to have a ceremony for my family though, for less for me and more for Mm -hmm. the people around me to, to like, participate in this union I do feel um I've been to some amazing weddings that were Mm. the best fun that I've ever had in my life similar to what you said like my cousin Anna in Maine had a wedding where it was BYO lasagna so everybody bought their own lasagna dish there was my her brother plays music so there was a live band it was next to water and it was just it was like a fucking party like i that's so much fun i have never laughed and danced like those those were the best weddings ever her ceremony that was the first time i went to a wedding and the opening song was like you were weeping right when the opening song Mm. came on which was not you know your traditional like um I guess people don't come down to dun 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 dun. Nobody comes down to that anymore, right? Some people do, yeah. Or like this. It it was just it just everybody was just like weeping. But what was I gonna say? Fuck. 
Damn it. It's okay, queen. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Damn, it was a good point. Mm. It was good. I can tell. You never get this upset. Take your time. This is how she's going to be during her vows, y'all. That, that's, oh, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. I think what's the what feels, what makes me uncomfortable is that I would... I don't want, I want to feign authenticity. And I think, I think the intention or what I would want the intention behind my wedding to be is like bringing people together Mm -hmm. and making sure that his family and his friends know and like connect and build community with my family and my friends. And that feels like. The union. That feels that feels hard to do when you're trying to fill do this formula thing, and I would feel a lot of pressure and be scared or excited if if my partner was like excited to do i I would want to pay attention to how we're going to craft making that a comfortable and authentic thing within the confines of like this is just a day and money is a issue and like logistics as well so it's like how do you do all of that um feels like fuck that let's just go to city hall and (laughs) have a black party (laughs) afterwards to celebrate yeah i think um yeah i think that just like you said i really really want it to be a good time and to be fun and to be playful because I want to feel like there's a union between the families and, 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 and like a real joining and like to feel that comfort and that celebration for all of us. Right. And like the idea of like Mm -hmm. the miracle that is love and the fact that two Mm -hmm. people looked at each other and was like, all right, me and you, come on, we go, we go do it. Let's go. Let's leap. Like that's a fucking miracle in my eyes. And I don't take that lightly. So like, yeah, we're going to celebrate it. Um, but it, it doesn't have to look because there's a lot of pressure involved in that. And I know my crazy ass, if you give me a wedding to plan, which I will have every Google doc, I will drive everyone crazy. So my shit better be chill. It could be, and I have a feeling that it would, the only concern I have is that I have a very big family on my mom's side, a big ass Italian family and they come through and they want an invite and all the kids want to invite. The cousins want to invite. They want to bring their kids, everybody coming. And it's just like my sister had to have these boundaries up for her wedding because it was just too expensive. So that's why I always thought like, I don't give a fuck about how you guys figure it out, but this is going to be a potluck. Bring a dish uh, and you got to bring a sterno with it if it's hot. You got to bring some a bag of ice if it's cold. Like, it doesn't have to look pretty. I don't give a fuck. It can look like a raggedy-ass cookout table. Like, I don't care. But just that's your co- contribution to the wedding. I don't need gifts. I don't need none of that shit to crowd up my house because you're probably not even going to give me what I want. Just bring that and, and bring a chair because chairs are dumb expensive. Bring a lawn chair. Again, doesn't have to look pretty. We're not taking pictures of the crowd. We're taking pictures of us. And, like, I get that that seems very tacky to a lot of people, but imagine how easy that would be 
and how you can just, like you said, focus on the union. And the other thing, I would never want to be married in a church. Oh. Ever. I just right don't want that. I just... What if I your don't partner go to does? And that's the thing. So I'm... I, I I often think about it and I'm like, weddings are often not about the two people that are getting married. You've have, you got to please your mom. You got to please your dad. You got to please this person. What if they're very highly religious family, right? What is it? So it's tricky. It's like, if the partner needs that, needs it, then we have to have my party afterwards. Like I'll go in your church and I'll cover my shoulders fine. But like, we got to have a fucking party and you have to let me play what we do and I gotta be able to act the fool and I gotta cut up but like I can't be at the at the venue indoors feeling constricted like and that's part of the compromise of the relationship I also like if a partner was just like yo I want a big ass wedding I want to I want people can't bring lawn chairs I'm like cool then you pay for it and it better not affect the money that we have saved for the house like if you want that great I don't and I, and I honestly don't see myself marrying somebody who does want it because it's just like I'm not that girl and if I did then then you really got it and we ain't got to worry about it. like cool we could ball out for a day if you really got it got it like that like I'm flexible in that way but I also just think part of what you want on the on the wedding stuff kind of it'll show you like who you align with because mm-hmm. part of this is like yeah, le- it's less about up. the wedding, right? It's like the beliefs. It's 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 how your value systems, mm-hmm. you know. So if we're really that far off, then you know, maybe that's something to really talk about. Like, okay, what if how we how do you expect the, the house to look? Getting a divorce, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I I don't know. I think my biggest fear is to like be that bride. Like I watched, I helped my boss with her wedding a little bit, my former boss. And I just don't want to be, I, and I know it's in me and I don't want to do be a it. God, bridezilla. She wasn't a bridezilla. She wasn't awful, but she project managed her entire wedding. During you don't think you're going to project manage your entire wedding? I'm trying to set in my head. I'm trying to set it up so that I have to do less of that. Will I give people schedules? A fucking course. Duh. Will will I know exactly when people need to arrive and help and all that shit? Yes. But she was like, this is what the napkin design is. And the napkin should come out like this on this for the appetizer and for the past hors d'oeuvres. And this is going to happen while we take these. And it just, it was a production and she was producing a whole event and it was just and her husband was sitting there just like oh my god this is a lot if i were to have if i weren't going to do like a like just go and have go to city hall any kind of wedding that i would do i would have i would hire a wedding planner and just make like i think that it's no way. i don't think it's true that you need a hi- a wedding planner to have a wedding a um high like you can you can find a wedding planner that will fit your budget and find hopefully the wedding planner knows how to curate an experience you versus, better hire me 
No. <gasps> I would not hire you to plan my hurt. wedding. I'm hurt. Absolutely not. I'm hurt. Why would I hire you to plan it? Why would you? Just because you know how to product project manage mean you know how to plan curate a wedding. Wow. Absolutely. So not. you feel like if you told me what you wanted, I wouldn't be like, say less. No, it's you done. don't live in Philly. You don't know the venues. You don't know the people. You don't have the relationship. I would stay with someone in Philly and get it done. No, I would want somebody that has the relationship. Like that, that's what they do. And they have the relationships and they have, because it's, Rashid made a good point. It's not just about your ability to be organized, but most importantly, your relationships. Who do you know? What do you know? What do you know about the city? What do you know about like? So you would get married in raggedy Philly? I wouldn't plan a wedding there. Where would I get like, wh- where would I get married? Jamaica? No, I mean like on the outskirts somewhere. I mean, I don't know, but somebody that's in the area. Whatever. I don't want to plan your wedding anyway. Well, good cuz I, I probably wouldn't even be invited at this rate. <laughs> and that's another thing. Like how involved do you want your friends to be? That Okay, I wasn't prepared for this girl group that we have. And how demanding they are on how involved they want to be. And I just didn't expect that from this group. And I'm like, y'all want to be involved, but you don't even have your dress yet. Make it make sense. How you want to be involved, but you like still wait until the last minute. I'm confused. I don't want y'all that involved. I'll be completely honest. I don't want you guys that involved because I see your inability to plan. (laughs) And I'm just like, I love you. If I were to get married and it would be, and it was a thing like bigger than this picnic slash potluck cookout I'm talking about, then I'm project managing it. And that's it. Like you're going to, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hire a wedding planner. Everything would have to get signed off by me. Like we would be working together. Of course. No, there's some wedding parent like Jane, my homegirl Jamie is getting married and I love her because I want to be her. And she's just like the wedding planner is just doing shit because she's like, I don't care. Well, the, she's one yeah. of these brides. Like, I don't give a fuck. But like, I am going to be hands on. You No, be I don't like, like those colors. And I don't want to be, which is why I really shouldn't have that kind of that kind of wedding. That's <laughs> not what I want. I I. I just need to yeah, show I, up and I, have a good I'd time. I just be like, girl, what time I'm coming? What time is the bachelorette? Like, the I guess the bachelorette part. Like, I'm not even attached be, to the bachelorette party because I don't want that either. I don't I'd want just to be disappointed. <laughs> the way we just the ruined Kayla's. The way <laughs> we just did. I keep banging this mic. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, I would be like, you guys. Blow. Don't you ever but bring I a stripper? I don't want a stripper. Don't I don't want ever. a stripper. And if I ever got you a stripper, I would know that it, she would need to have a vagina. It'd be I know a woman. That. Of course. Duh. I know that. But like, I don't want a stripper. I don't want a man or a woman. If anything, let's go take a pole dancing class and then let's go skinny dip again and listen to old R&B and cry in the pool. Like, that's what I want. And I don't want a whole lot of people there that I don't know. I just want it to be y'all plus Tina plus Jay plus Angie. You better name one and other person it. out there listening as mad as shit you ain't name them. I know. I'm stressed. <laughs> Who the fuck else? <laughs> Who the fuck else? I just got... That's why I'm saving too much expectations. 
It's too many expectations. This person got to be advised. They might feel away. We going to city hall. Nigga. You know, me and, listen, me and Mandy getting cool. She might, she might be in there too. You know, maybe bring Mandy over. Bridget, baby, you know, we got to see how this goes. It's new. I'm just saying like, it's too much expectation. And then people, people look at the seating chart, who they are sitting with. That's stressful. Why they're placed there. I don't have there. it in me. You know, I can't even bring like my Tina friends together. Tina doing that seating chart. I know you won't even let us see Rashid. Like, Tina doing that seating chart. What the fuck you mean? You try to figure out how to. When play. she had that all white table, she was stressed. She was like, well, where the fuck else am I going to seat them? This is my, they're all siblings and they need to sit together. Stressed. Where the fuck that should mom and Mr. White? Ryan go? They're probably happy as shit. Like they- you didn't see that at her wedding, that there was one table that was just the white table. Everybody was talking about it. <laughs> it was amazing. No. It was, everybody in that bitch was black. And then you just had that what, what one white table up front with my mom and all her siblings. Wow. Oh, yes, I and do I remember like, that. I walked over. Yes. I like that table. <laughs> I I can't take that kind of stress. Bring your fucking lawn chair and pull it up. You won't piss the your mom paper off. Plate. She's going to be like, this is the ghetto. I've already mentioned this, and my mom has been horrified. Yeah. And I'm just like, guess what? You're going to have the time of your life, though, and you're not going to have to stress about your... My mom bought so many dresses for my sister's your mom wedding. Looks was so, so stressed good. out. I know. The, the, the most important thing is your makeup... And your hair and like and let's not dress. stress and the dress. But my dress is important. Y'all's isn't. <laughs> we want to be da- Tina could not much. dance in her dress. I was like, damn, Tina, that's a shame, girl. I know. And Tina could get down too. Tina, I was like, she Tina, was... you can't even bust a Beyonce move. And when she tried to do the traditional thing, nigga. remember when she fucking she threw the bouquet and almost knocked the whole chandelier down? <laughs> I was like, see, this is how you know. We supposed to be outside carrying on like some fucking fools. This ain't it. But her wedding was great. And her wedding is exactly what she wanted and what she envisioned. It's just, it ain't for me. Well, it ain't for me. Here's an idea that I really loved. And then we can end this. Um, Again, this is Rashid's. Rashid has really intentional you just steal everything from rashid and say it on his podcast well i hope i i would love to be married to him so that i could always oh. be connected to his pe- people because he has amazing friends. oh my god that that didn't go the way i thought it was <laughs> i thought you were no like, like you you're married into his him. people become my people but his friends <laughs> he was telling me about his friends who got married um and like they had a long weekend where it was, you know, there was the ceremony, which was, he said was like a half an hour long, but the focus, and it was more than just a day. It was like a long weekend, which is very expensive. Not everybody can afford that, but they had activities each day around the families getting to know each other. And all the activities of course were centered around the, the married couple but like asking questions and games where they were forced to talk and communicate and like connect with each other that's beautiful over the course of like two days it it becomes like camp it's like i saw you that one night i know that you're antonette's best friend i'm rashid's cousin like do you know my friends you're the only person 
You and Amanda would You'd be do surprised. That. I think that's the beauty of jazz, it. You'd, you'd be really surprised. Jazz You'd be that. surprised. Be like, my mother, she'd be like, mind your fucking business. My dad, he'd be like, I don't do this type of shit. Well, I don't know them. you guys are so... I just don't have the right family. No, my I sister think, would I do think it. you'd be... I think a lot of people had that, that like, fear. So. But over the course of two days, all day, people end up really fucking with each other. And, like, you become friends and you're doing stuff and you're eating together another thing that um which i probably wouldn't do but they had at his other friend who had an adult camp before he ran an adult camp like an actual camp where adults go and do like camp stuff they had a talent show at their (laughs) wedding that's fun (laughs) and so everybody had to like if they wanted to get up and like do something, but like different things, which ask people to kind of like show up and be themselves and show themselves to the full community. I think it depends on who, if you have a bunch of creatives that really works. Yeah. I feel like Tina's wedding, how as soon as the first song came on, every fucking performer was out there carrying on. Yeah. If you don't have that, those types of people, it will be. It could be really dry and terrible. Well, I think that yeah. If you have the similar depends people on the together, personalities. Yeah. But be again. It goes back to being intentional and being like breaking the mold of. We're gonna have the rehearsal, and then we're gonna have this, and then we gotta take the pictures right afterwards, and then you know, I th- I I'm I'm interested in that, but also terrified by that because. I would rather just go to city hall and. Nobody ever meets anybody ever. Because <laughs> I'm not well. Y'all, the way that these girls are begging to meet Shanti's they ain't begging. Man, they, all, they, they are. I, literally on the trip, Jasmine said, I think it's time that, you, that we meet him. She was irritated. Like, is she, is she embarrassed by us? She don't, think, she don't think we good enough to meet her man? I was like, probably both. <laughs> and the only reason why I met him is because I'm just around you too much. You never like made it a thing of like you're gonna meet Rashid. Ever. Just bring him around. Bring him to dinner. We gonna go to Ruby Tuesday. Amanda loves Ruby Tuesday. No, I would never have Rashid and then all four of you guys. No, they did like out to dinner. Jasmine's partner would be there. Kayla's husband. Kayla and then me and Amanda. There. We you wouldn't do that? Sure. Like when we have our dinner? Sure. Possibly. Yes. I sure, she at this point yes. is catching feelings now, too. <laughs> I know he is. It's like, you, like know, what, you, you don't you, think I'm good enough to beat your raggedy right, you, nut you ass You fucking friend. with him for his friends. Little does he know. She's like, I really want to marry him to continue to meet all the people he's around because I really like them. It's like, bitch, you need to bring him around us. Well, it will happen soon. Also, he we're not getting married. So this is what happens oh when you're not God. getting married. Okay, These are the go. consequences. Right. She's about to go down a rabbit hole. Let's get off. <laughs> Let's get off. If you marry me, Rashi, maybe you beat my fucking friends. Maybe he wants to know what he's getting into first. At least he met your family. At least he met my big. family. That was enough, child. You know, you know, done seen it all. If, you <laughs> if he can handle them. <laughs> Then he'll be good with us. If you handle bad barbs. And that's another thing. People will come and fuck your wedding up. 
<laughs> people will come and ruin your wedding. Listen. Listen. That's Bad scary. Child. Tricky. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> go into what she would say, but... Shout out to marriage. Shout out to weddings. Fuck the construct of marriage. Unless you're trying to marry <laughs> me. Like, fuck <laughs> marriage. Unless you're trying to get married, my nigga. Like, <laughs> it's a lie. Yo, but we can Rashid, make it real. Break up with her. Break up with her today. Do it. Ride. Uh, I know that makes him upset secretly. I'm sorry, Rashid. <laughs> he don't listen to this shit. <laughs> he don't listen. To this. His <laughs> friends gonna call him like Rashid. Shanti said. <laughs> Shanti said. Shanti said. But it, you, why you ain't married? Sounds a little her? bit resentful and bitter. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> Are y'all okay? <laughs> <laughs> you mind your fucking business. I'm like, yeah, I just got her a chicken finger from the salad at Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I had steak, mashed potatoes. She had a chicken my finger vegetables to the side. Up. The day before we went to Grand Lux. Or no, I'm I'm gonna take her to Grand Lux. But she said <laughs> <Yo>. Applebee's. <laughs> Was it Applebee's or Ruby Tuesday? I made Apple, Ruby Tuesday. Applebee's, up. but Ruby Tuesday's endless flies, girl. <laughs> they have endless fries. Oh, and their fries are banging. They're turkey burgers. They're oh lemonade, strawberry lemonade. <laughs> Let me tell you what. I used to go to Ruby Tuesday I'm on Chemical Road. Like a dog. I'm sorry. And get Always get the salad bar. Now now that COVID's the a thing, that's not a thing. I would fuck that salad bar up. It would be so much ham on oh. my salad. So much. Oh. So much dressing on my salad. Mad cheese. Sandwich. Iceberg lettuce. Cucumbers I never ate. Tomatoes I never ate. <laughs> you just ate. A little bit of carrots. <laughs> I, I just would fuck up the ham, the cheese. The salad dressing and the iceberg lettuce. No, I was a kid. <laughs> and I would be getting that salad bar and going to work. Oh. And my dad used to be like, no more fucking salad. And crouton. Oh, my God, the croutons. croutons. When I was done, the croutons would be all over the salad bar, all over the floor. Ugh. By the time I got my Annoying. meal, it would be no meal left. But you got to understand, I knew I was going to have leftovers. So I would fill up on a salad bar and package that shit up for later. The strategy. Thank you. Shout out to Ruby Shout Tuesday. out to Ruby Tuesdays. I will it was I will I was I was secretly looking for Ruby Tuesdays, but that's a rare and suburban the, find. Listen, and then there was a Lone Star. Oh my god, Lone Star's chicken fingers, elite. Is that, Denny's is that a chicken fingers, place? elite. Okay, I don't know these now. These are too low around. Denny's, you know Denny's. Mm, yeah, I haven't. It was a Denny's by Andorra Mall and when we did go to church, we used to pull up the did. Denny's. For breakfast, and I would get chicken fingers, and it would be three chicken that fingers in there. They'd be the so flat mad. ones with I'll... the best honey mustard ever. I wouldn't let Wasn't JoJo get chicken fingers for breakfast. Draw the line. Well, JoJo knows nothing. She knows nothing about after church chicken fingers. Delicious, nutritious. Shout out to Denny's. Girl, mm. what an endorsement. See, that's a real motherfucking ad. The engagement you, you get me. on that motherfucker. <laughs> the engagement you get Yo, on that. I need that, to find a Denny's. Fuck a IHOP. I would never. That's me and Amanda, baby. We never loved breakfast food. That's weird. We was always like, fuck breakfast, yo. I'm trying to get these she chicken. Get Amanda would get a Reuben. Reuben. Amanda would. Yuck. Diner Reubens. Diner Reubens with mad spicy mustard. This much mustard. meat. 
so much meat. And it, we, I'd be finished my food, and Amanda would still be spreading <laughs> the mustard on it. She hasn't clo- Bitch eating it with a fork and knife because it's Ew, too big. Dainty as fuck. Dainty I as fuck. Like, I Reuben. Gross. swallowed my Coleslaw. Meat. Pickles. Fries. Fried hard. Fried hard. Extra crispy. Shout Extra out to crispy. America's Diners. We need to bring that back. Like, we going to Tiffany's. My bachelor party, let's go to a diner. We going out. Let's we, go to Tiffany's. That's go. our diner. Up the boulevard. We out. Say less. We getting dressed You don't up. want me to plan your shit, but I will plan your shit right. That's a bachelor party. You could bachelorette party. You can plan that. A wedding. I don't need You'd to be stressed me the fuck out. Like you would be mean to me on my own <laughs> wedding. I don't need that. <laughs> I would not want that. Uh, I'd be like, You're late. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. Don't do that. What time? Shanti, <laughs> I check your email. <laughs> Did you read the link? Did you did you check the link? Did you read the PDF? Did you read it? It's not editable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have worked. Good job by you. Tell her she didn't marry me though. No, I'm not telling that. Listening to this, if you file (laughs) regime, (laughs) send that nigga some rings or something. Tell him Shanti needs to be shackled. You are gonna edit this out, and I know it. Rush, yo, <laughs> the fact that you're doing this just shows y'all are Tell fucking him, I'm crazy. I'm about to be like that meme where I'm bent over asking him to marry me. <laughs> yo, Let's the fact that like home, any my nigga, come on, any crazy ass video I posted of you while we were on vacation, he was like, I love her. <laughs> like he just, I love her. That was all he was right. I love her. Why, yo? You must. Like, I love her, bitch is nuts. but I don't want to marry her. <laughs> Stop. All right, come on. Stop. You gonna be? You gonna regret this? We done. God damn it! You're crazy. All right, Joe. Um, luckily, I edit this, so I'm gonna cut all this out. <laughs> no, don't. This is this is great. Uh, I might take the video and send it to her. Be like, yo, when is when is this happening? Be? Yeah, be like, are you gonna marry Shazzy? Like, she's not well. <laughs> He's like, like, no. She who told don't you really that? believe in marriage. <laughs> Right, you're the one that ruins it. <laughs> I know. You don't want to be shooting them down. Like, uh, marriage is a constant. marry you. That shit is weird. Why are <laughs> you being weird to me? <laughs> that's the th- That's because he knows me. He knows me. He'd be like, you bet you don't really want to get married. You ain't ready for no commitment. I'm a Capricorn, dog. You ain't know what commitment is. You can't even say it clearly. <laughs> You are though. You are ready. You just be stupid. You just so dumb. You just it's that double speak. Ooh, that's that double you speak. You the queen this. of it. Yes. See, that's the collective consequence. <laughs> is that our double speak is in our lives, so we accept it, and it's it's prevalent in our culture because that's what we do. We lie. We say one thing, mean something else. Do one thing, say another thing. Shanti's um, man, if you're listening, break up with her. <laughs> just just break up with her. It ain't going to work. This bitch is not well. I'll take her off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. All right, good on. We're done. This long-ass two-hour episode. Sweating like a dog. Why? Your AC still don't work? I don't have it on right now. Why? I wasn't home. I was shacking up. <laughs> <laughs> Giving that 
cow milk up. The titty milk from the cow up to him. <laughs> Let him dunk his cookies in it and shit. Ew, Shanti. What? <laughs> Yo, you're not well. You were shacking up. You letting them milk that cow without buying it, child. You got to stop. Stop shacking up. Stop. Tell him no more cow milk until you buy the cow. He gonna be like, yo, why you be you, you got a dowry? <laughs> like, fuck out of here. He'd be like, first of all, I'm not in this just for sexual <laughs> relation. I love you for your being. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, yo, shut up, yo, shut the fuck up, yo. <laughs> yo let me get some dick. Shut up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. I'm talking to <laughs> Yo, let me see your beard real quick. <laughs> Just rub his beard. This is not going well. Come on, let's. Nobody tell him to listen to this. He listen on low. He's like, you talk a lot of shit. You steal all my jokes. You're becoming more and more unattractive to me. <laughs> shit. All right, come on. I gotta go. All right. <clears throat> shout out all to right. all the and folks thinking about getting married shout out to everybody that's wedding planning send us your pictures give us ideas <sighs> okay <laughs> uh, and with that we are out you have just heard an around the way curls john follow them on twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Aren't you something to admire? Cause you shine on something like a mirror. And I can't help but notice you reflect in this heart of mine. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.